Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. We were talking about sports and a guy asked, how can you devote so much time to a game that rewards perseverance, courage, and devotion with ulcers? (laughs) I understand. Even the great John Wayne gave up on this sport in frustration. Columnist Westbrook Pegler dubbed it the most useless game ever devised to waste the time and try the spirit of man. Never has there been a game so beloved and hated, sometimes by the same person, in the space of 30 seconds. I have seen grown men cry playing this irritating, wonderful little game. Have you guessed what game it is? You're right, golf. I am so crazy about this sport, I I just released a new book of golf stories called Under Par. Near the small town where I live, you can golf all year round if you'd like. Not that you'd want to. In December, it's colder than a polar bear's kiss here. And by January, the only people on the course are ice fishermen who sit around fires shivering and dreaming of August. For about three fabulous months of summer, there's nothing finer than an early morning walk down our narrow fairways, avoiding creeks teeming with catfish and sharing the fairway with tame deer who have been known to stroll over and check your scorecard. Evenings bring postcard sunsets and a magical mist that blankets the greens, tucking them gently in until morning. I've golfed some of the finest courses on earth, from Singapore's humidity to Florida's coastline. But I love this nine-hole marvel near home. Here I learned to golf. And in learning to golf, I discovered something far more important than the game itself. You see, I live an eventful life, nurturing a marriage, speaking, writing books, and taking out the garbage. The golf course is one place where it's virtually impossible for me not to slow down to find solitude, to listen. I've listened to the advice of friends here, the struggles of my kids, the counsel of my wife, and best of all, I'm learning to listen to God. Not always. There are divots to replace and bunkers to traverse, frustrations to be taken out. (laughs) I am easily distracted. But for the most part, golf courses celebrate the virtue of silence, providing havens of stillness and solitude, Welcome contradictions in a busy world. The first time I took my son Steve golfing, he clapped as I chipped and cheered as I putted. It was tough explaining to him that stillness is rule number one in golf. I need such a place, don't you? I'm convinced that few things are more noticeably absent from our culture than stillness. Nothing about the world makes us want to listen, does it? We live in an increasingly noisy place where hurry and speed are the measure of a productive life. Isaiah 30.15 provides a wonderful contrast. In quietness and confidence is your strength. From start to finish, God's Word emphasizes the need to listen. Adam and Eve refused God's counsel and were banished from the Garden Golf and Country Club. Despite God's incredible blessing, Amaziah, king of Judah, turned to idols, then watched his enemies break down Jerusalem's walls, raid the palace treasury, and take hostages. The reason? Amaziah would not listen to God's counsel. 2 Chronicles 25. God is still looking for a few good listeners. So would you take some time today to be still, to be silent, to listen? If you're crazy enough to give golf a try, you go ahead and throw some clubs in the bag and stroll down the fairway. The golf course is a great place to listen. That way you'll hear when someone yells, Four! Every week, 
see Phil on Laugh Again TV on our website or visit the Laugh Again TV YouTube channel. Spend five minutes of your week with laughter and encouragement in a video experience like no other. And check out past programs while you're there. For more information or to support Laugh Again, visit laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.